There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hey everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Shut Up A Second. I'm Cass. Hayden's here. Hello. And this week we are joined by... Joined... My very special guest, Adam Carnavale. Hey, it's good to be here. It's good Thanks to be joining, joining you. Yeah. Mm. Did you say join? I don't even know what you miss said. Join. Join. Mm. Is miss said a word too? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> and today I we're talking. You... No, please could go on. Girl boy. <laughs> All time bad starts, I reckon, for this podcast. <laughs> and today we're talking precious gems. Twinkle, twinkle. Miss said is a word. Miss said is a word. Hell yeah. yes. Thank you, Google. Is that what they do in the dwarves? Mining gems? Are they just mining? I what did you call them? Dwarves. Okay. Wasn't that what they are? What did you think? You just said? every now and then, because I call them dwarves, but every now and then I can hear people go, dwarves? <laughs> oh, did I, un- did I enunciate the duh? Yeah. Like, you know, some dwarves. Like, like American duh names seem wolves. to be like Dwight or yeah, Dwayne or something. Dwarves. Yeah. Every now and then someone will say dwarves. dwarves. And I'm like, what do you say? They're like dwarves. I'm like, what? Mm. <laughs> I might have said dwarves. It's a conspiracy to send you up the wall. <laughs> I'm getting Were they mining it. gems or the mining gold? Um, I thought they were mining gems. Yeah, because don't they show up with? Isn't one of them Doc or whatever the adult in the group? Isn't he like looking at? He's got a jeweler's yeah. loop and he's I looking don't know. at one. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Yeah. Hey, you know that thing with Sneezy? Yeah. And what, they, what thing? I'm about to say. You asked, do I know that thing? Yeah, I'm about to explain what the <laughs> so thing why is. Why did you ask if I knew it? If you were about to tell me, I <laughs> just can you give me two seconds to speak? You asked me a question. Oh, uh, sorry, I just looked at the definition. Miss said. Is a word, but it's not what you think it is. It's not like to misspeak. It means to to rebuke, slander, or speak. E- Sorry. Oh, mate, unprofessional. It means to rebuke, slander, or speak evil of someone. To missay. To and he's yeah. so. If, if I was talking ish at you, and I that I would be missaying you. Yeah. You'd say he missaid me. Yeah. I'd, you'd be like, oh, he's missaying. Weird. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. No, but wow, it's, it's cool to learn a word for a thing mm. we do. Presumably mm. it's an old word that isn't used much anymore. Yeah. Anyway, the thing is, and do you guys know this, it is when Sneezy, which is a dwarf. Yes. Uh, yeah. He's when he's sneezing, they put their finger 
right yes. under his nose yes. and it stops him sneezing. Uh-huh. It's the same principle that stops a glass of bubbly water from overflowing. <laughs> yeah. What? Or like if you've got a pasta boiler on oh, the stove, right. you just yeah, put, you a put a little spoon on. Put a spoon on. on it, yeah. Is that... Does that ever work? I believe it does because, or the explanation I've heard is that it breaks the surface tension. I do it because it doesn't cost me a lot to try. <laughs> Did you make the nose? The Brit. The- oh, that part? <laughs> no, ever- I made no, that up. I- no, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> yeah. Have you tried that with nose? Well, I feel like I have and it's never worked. But maybe it doesn't. Have, maybe it can't be your own nose. See- to, to, you know, when you shove your finger under right underneath your nostrils. And it somehow short circuits the sneeze. Absolutely. Look, I'll I'll admit when you said you know the thing with sneezy, and I said what thing? Yeah. Um, I did know. Yeah. So as why are you said, my case? As soon as you said sneezy, I pictured that scene. Yeah. Stuck with me. Mm-hmm. I with the with the sno- sneeze thing, right? Adam was with the snoozy sneezy. Adam was <laughs> saying I try it because it doesn't co- cost me a lot to try it. Uh-huh. That is a high risk situation. What? Isn't. <laughs> what? That's the exact point. It's not a high risk situation. <laughs> if you put your no- finger under your nose and it doesn't work, that's not, not, that's only not do you what I'm doing. I'm not doing that because it's low risk. Yeah, I know. I'm saying oh, that see. this okay. situation is high risk. And if I'm sneezing, not only am I boogering all over my finger, it's spraying at angles that I can't predict. Mm, that's true. <laughs> like if you shake yeah, you up a bottle you... of champagne or when you're trying to spray someone with a hose or something and you yeah. use your thumb, you wouldn't do it out. You do yeah, it you can only do it in. A, yeah. Only That's if the sneeze were going in. Yeah. <laughs> it was an inning sneeze. Yeah. Uh, so, Hayden? Yes. <clears throat> yes. Sneezing is a respiratory reflex that consists of two parts uh, the respiratory or the in irritating sensory receptors and the mm. nose inhaling. inhaling blah, blah, blah. You may be able to stop the reflex on the inhale by putting your finger under your nose. So, oh, it so only works as you're inhaling. Yeah, you got to catch it early. early, right. And in that scene it goes duh, duh, and then they yeah. all put their fingers under there. But he's already inhaled by then. But I guess he still sneezes, doesn't he? Well, he might there might be more inhaling to come. Mm. So you just got to huff your own finger. So a big to, like, game is sniff it? my finger. Like you have to seal it in. Uh, I imagine. I don't know. I don't know. This about is all. Cats just went to touch her nose and caught her <laughs> lip on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the way. <laughs> if I'm touching all parts of the base of my nose, yeah, I feel like the bottom bit is the part that sticks out the most. Everything else can sort of collapse up. So, like, I have. I, I can only imagine that the whole point is to touch the sticky outy base bit. Mm. Mm. And then that's what gets you because the other parts, like they can, they can go up, they can go down, they can flare. Yeah, maybe just try. I oh, know. I was gonna say you could just hold your nose tight, but then that'll blow your brain up. You can you blow your brain up. Yeah, you, you can, can blow a hole that, in the top of your head. I was in heaven. I was in heaven. Yeah, blows your eyes out. Yeah, mm. that's the only way I used to sneeze when I was younger, and then I heard it was bad for you. So now I. It can't feel good to do that to. Holding a sneeze by the nostrils. Oh, it feels bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, awful. no. It doesn't feel any worse than sneezing. That does. can't be true. No, that's wrong. So, have you ever had a sneeze I've so good? I've done it. I'm telling you. No, and, and I'm you're wrong. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> you ever sneeze so good that you're like, I get where that rumor about it being a fifth of an or, or an eighth of an orgasm comes from. Yeah. Like sometimes you I have a big sneeze. I can't say I have. No. And, yeah, because you hold your sneezes like, yeah. and it feels bad. You I'm think, not always doing that. If you think every sneeze feels like that, I've done. As the only person in this room who's done both types of sneezes. I'm actually the only one qualified to. Yeah. But I've done both sides of sneezes. I feel like you I've done it as well. I've done it Somehow as well. yours don't count. <laughs> yeah. oh my God, are you hearing this? Yeah, that's fucked up. That's ridiculous. It's because it's because you're a woman. He's sexist. That's why he doesn't. He doesn't appreciate. I'm sad for you that you've never had a full body sneeze that makes you feel he's, amazing. You're saying I'm sexist just because I'm a man? Yeah, I think that's sexist. 
Oh, shit. got you there. Are Fuck, am I, I sexist <laughs> against men? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Patriarchy cuts both ways. That's true. That's actually true. Patriarchy hurts men as well, actually. Mm. <laughs> Thank you guys for talking so much about this. Yeah. <laughs> Cass, please, we're having a conversation. <laughs> if you had to pick something to become as special as a gemstone, you know how people have their little shelves of nice objects. What yeah. would you pick to make a little gemstone? To make it like as powerful as a gem? Yeah, like not some... that gems are necessarily powerful. Oh, some although people some people think. reckon some people it might think. be, and that's okay. Snail what, shells. What's special to you? you oh, think, oh, they're that's too. They're too common. Who cares? Mm, you're right. There are some minerals. <laughs> diamonds for everyone. <laughs> there are heaps of diamonds. Yeah. We can make That's, them now, can't snail we? Snail shells are pretty special. I like sea dollars. I think sea dollars. I think that I feel like sea dollars. Sea dollars? Are... Isn't it a sand dollar? Sand dollar, yes. Yeah. What? Sand dollar? The little. What are they? It's like the shell of an animal that is long dead. Cool. Because they're like sand little discs dollar. that look like it's made of sand, but, oh. it, but it ain't. What? What okay. is it, Adam, Mister Computer? Well, uh, it's a species of flat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a species of flat. <laughs> also known as sea cookie or snapper biscuit in New Zealand. Snee what are they cookies. doing over there? Snee cookie. <laughs> Sometimes called a pansy shell in South Africa. Ooh. They are a species of flat burrowing sea urchins belonging to the order. I can't pronounce that. Some species within the order are not quite as flat, are known as sea biscuits. Mm. Sand dollars can also be called sand cakes or cake urchins. I mean, they can be called anything. Yeah. yeah. Don't tell me what they can be called. Be tell me what flat. they're called. It needs to be more flat animals. Yeah, so I love sea a sea dollars. Animal. You got it's all sea guys too. Are there any super flat land based guys? Because you got like stingrays um. and sunfish. That's got kind of to flat both ways, and sand dollars and bits. Are there any, there any flat mammals? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there are. That Everyone... can't be a flat See them by the side of the road all the time, Andy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, man, that sucks. I love flat. I can't think of... Tape? What? No. Oh, tape tape was a good flat, answer. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's not a mammal, but... Um... It's pretty flat, but... Yeah, it's, it's very flat. Everything I'm thinking but of... But they're is... kind of inside a body, which is almost like... That's cheating. Yeah. Mm. There are some pretty flat-looking frogs, and you can pat hamsters until they go flat. <laughs> That's true, but they're not, like, flat-flat. They're just squishy. That I guess sucks. there's no real evolutionary advantage to being flat there on must, land. There would be, because you'd... Such as? Cr crawling into crevices, Do getting you know under doors. There's more holes in crevices. <laughs> I don't think many creatures evolved to crawl under doors. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe might. eventually. Sure, yeah. yeah. Not yet, though. If we keep, keep these animals locked out for long enough, one of them will figure it out. Do you, do you reckon that I'm right, that there are more holes and crevices in the world? Uh, no. Isn't this a whole ass like a conversation that people had not too long ago? No, that was the wheels and doors uh, thing. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, holes, because I feel like a hole... Doesn't happen. I mean, it does happen by chance, but not as often. As crevices, they're all everywhere. What's the difference between a hole and a crevice? What well, are you a defining? A hole is somewhat circular. It's it's wide as it is tall-ish, okay. approximately. So we're just talking about shape here. It's like yeah. the an equivalent yeah. question. Yeah, I'm not saying this is the same question, but an equivalent would be like, do you reckon there are more squares or rectangles in the world? Is basically what you're asking. Sort of, but yeah, not really, but yes. In a way, well, I see what you asking, mean. It's more. The question Usually you of, do that to me. This is funny. <laughs> it's more the question of is there more holes than crevices? That's how I would sum it up. Well, I would, I would say sum it up like that as well. Yeah. Just because nature isn't very uniform, there's got to be more crevices than yeah. holes, right? I think so. I think crevices. Because yeah. you have a pile of rocks, crevices galore, yeah. maybe a hole or two. Do you know what? Okay. Do you know what? Yep. Wait, I are think... we counting mouths as holes? 
But oh. are we also can butt cracks as a crevice? Oh my god, we've got both. Mm, butt crack nice. ends in a hole though, doesn't it? Yeah, but it starts in a crevice. Yeah, so it's a yeah, wash. Yeah, but that's just evening it out. Yeah, it's yeah. a wash. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. wash your ass is and what we're lip, saying. Lips could be a crevice and a hole. Fuck. Ooh. Oh, actually, wait. It might even itself out if we count mouth to anus as one hole. Yeah, that's true. That's one, one hole. Oh, yeah. hole. Two crevices a per st- a straw is only hole. one hole. So, mm, would you? Do you think that? It's that scientifically is what it is. Is that what you think? <laughs> That's science. I watched a TikTok about it, and they explained it. It's one hole. Well, it's pretty conclusive. TikTok yep. can't lie. Oh, mm-hmm. that's true. Yep. Well, we solved it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would make rat shit into gems. No. <laughs> because then... Uh, I'd farm rats. <laughs> this is genuinely not a joke. Now. Don't they do that, actually? Isn't there like some service you can get that compacts rat shit into diamonds? Maybe not specifically rat <laughs> shit, I think, but it's like um, it compacts uh, like organic material into gemstones. Carbon. Yeah. It's just Maybe? Carb. Yeah. yeah. And it's usually dead people. Mm. They usually go. use the dead. Oh, guess what, Aiden? You're living in your dream world already. Yeah. yeah that's fun. Just yeah. burn up a bunch of rat shit, say it was a loved one, and <laughs> get a rat shit diamond. There's so much stuff you can do with dead people. Yeah, it's great. And they let you, but it's so hard. They don't let you. It's fucking hard to do anything. It is hard to Except do anything. Except uh, if you don't want to be buried or cremated, it's like a million years, not years, just it's so much effort to get the forms done. You know? Really? I think so, yeah. You I haven't tried. See, that's why in I've my heard. will, it states, my will's really easy to enact. Yeah. You just jam a knife in my back, uh-huh. dump me in a jogging track. That's what I want. <laughs> uh. Then when I got found, do it again in a different Far enough away that the, the I'm always baffling cops. <laughs> wouldn't they find? Wouldn't they work it out straight away? Well, yeah, but it's still funny. <laughs> okay. Oh, you <laughs> just want to inconvenience a cop. Again, yeah. Sorry. You just want to inconvenience a cop. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. I mm. mean, it's also very funny. <laughs> You'll be so rotten by the third time. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I'm dead. What do I care? I'm dead, chilling with Satan, presumably. You're right, that'll be more baffling the worst you get. Yeah, it's exactly it. I feel like you're not bad enough to be dead talking to Satan. I feel like you're like a first layer of hell guy. Sorry. Well, I assume... <laughs> Sorry. Well, I just assume that during orientation I get to meet him. I reckon there's maybe a video of him <laughs> saying, welcome, we're a family here. Yeah. Satan gives me heaps of I care vibes, though. I reckon he's one of the good CEOs. No, I don't think so. Oh, I think he's good for show. Like, he's like, oh, my God, there is a- all you can eat downstairs, but, like, you know, the food makes you sick or something. Yeah. He's like, he's like I'm giving you breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but it's just so you stay in hell longer. Mm. What do you reckon your ideal torture in hell would be. I would really like to be in lava being poked by tridents. I think you that think would be you'd good. enjoy that? Are they tridents say... or forks? Pitchforks. Pitchforks. Pitch I feel like I've trident seen them, there were three. three. I think I feel like there were three. Yeah, trident is three. Trident is yeah. three, yeah. Okay. Pitchfork is... would be four. Yeah. yeah. Or actually, no, no I, think two. Get, I think you can I think you can. Pitchfork. I think it's either. Pitchfork is two. I think you can Because the one you go ones. ding to listen to the pitch of something. Is that not? <laughs> I'm thinking of a tuning fork. <laughs> You're thinking of a tuning fork. Okay. But you know what? That's a fair, that's fair. Because it does make a pitch. A pitchfork is for like shoveling hay and stuff. It would appear that there are many different types of pitchforks. Oh, this one's fucked up. This one's got like, what's that? One, two, that, three. I think that's a rake. I think four. you're looking at a rake, Adam. <laughs> I googled pitch, uh, pitchfork at Lowe's.com. <laughs> Lowe's.com. Lowe's never lies. Lowe's yeah. Never lies. Lowe's knows their shit. Mm, Lowe's knows. Lowe's. And then you blow your nose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to hear a fucked up fact about diamonds? Please. Yes. Should I make it into a little quiz? 
I think that would be wonderful okay. and a great way right. to learn. We keep in score? Yes. Okay. What do we win? I mean, there's one question. So, yeah, what do you win? It's up to you. Uh, Probably should be up to me, but you guys decide. Winner buys McDonald's. Okay. Oh, fuck. Okay. And for me also. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. No, you got to compete if you want that. Okay, I will. Okay. <laughs> no, you got to compete in a separate one. Obviously, no. it's not no, fair. No, no, no. no okay. it's his rules. He gets yeah, to make it. My them. rules, my game. Um, okay. How long does it take for a diamond to be forged in nature? In nature? A... <laughs> Wait, do you want multiple choice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. A. One year. <laughs> one day. <laughs> B. Two days. Uh, no, okay. A. A thousand years. Uh-huh. B. A hundred thousand years. C. One million years. D. One billion years. E. One trillion years. I'm going to go a million. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go a thousand. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say a billion. And, okay, that's locked in. <laughs> the results are in. It's a billion. Damn it. Well, I guess you're buying Maccas. <laughs> no, yeah. that's not what it was. Yes, it was. Winner buys Maccas. No, that's not what it was. That it is was. actually what I said. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that listen is what back. I said. No, it's listen no, back. It's you're not. right. That's what I said. <laughs> listen back. God damn it. No, it's shit. Well, yeah, it's a billion. <laughs> One billion to three point three billion, which is fucking crazy long because the Earth's only been around for four point five billion. So wow. it's like it's potentially seventy five percent of the Earth's time. Like that's how long it takes to make a diamond. That makes sense. What I said. Sure, seventy five percent of the Earth's time. takes fucking, fucking ages. That's that doesn't seem right. Well, it is. Google it. Don't really. We don't have time. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I don't know what else we've got to talk about. So it's crazy we have, time. you know how, I'm sure you know this, we have more diamonds than, like the, what is it, the De Beers Corporation? Oh, yeah, they just vaults the, and vaults and yeah. vaults of diamonds because yeah. they're fucking it's everywhere. artificially scarce. Yeah, mm. those fucking dogs. Yeah. Do you know what isn't artificially scarce? Mm. <laughs> Gold. Gold happened because of something that happened with, I think it was like an asteroid or something. It was a universal event that caused all the gold that exists in the world. Cool. And it won't happen again. And if it does, we'll die. So oh, yeah. all the gold we have is the gold we have. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I wonder yeah. how, because there's elements that go beyond gold that presumably would have been harder to make, but I wonder if they were created because we have elements beyond gold that naturally occurred on Earth. I wonder what do you if beyond gold. Well, on the periodic table. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. So uh, those elements. I wonder if they were created by the same event or if something else had to happen for them. Like shit, like uranium. Mm. Yeah. Uranium seems out of spacey. Mm. It does. Oh. We gave it a cool have, name. Have yeah. I ever told you about this? Is a cool story. Have I ever told you about the nuclear reactor that occurred naturally? No. No. So there's this. Is it I, the sun? No, 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 no. It's on Earth. 
It was oh. on, or it was on Earth. I don't think it exists anymore because it's mm. very dangerous. Yeah. But there, it was in the U.S., I believe. So there's a regulatory committee that comes by and checks in nuclear reactors, checks mm-hmm. to see to make sure that they've got the exact, to like the molecule, the exact amount of uranium that they're supposed to have. Yeah. And they were doing a check and they were like, oh, shit. The, a bunch of reactors up and down the eastern seaboard that just recently had just recently come online or just had recently re-updated or restocked their fuel. Forget exactly what it was, but something they were like new. This was like the first time they'd inspected them and they were like, oh no, they're missing a bunch of uranium. Something's gone wrong. Mm. And so they do this massive investigation at the plant and they can't find any any evidence that anyone there could have possibly been involved. So they're like, all right, let's go to the company that supplies the uranium. No evidence, anything, because it's a very strict chain of custody yeah. of who owns it and when or whatever. So they're very, very easily, they're able to work work out that the company that supplied it definitely didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And then they go back to the company. It's somewhere in South Africa that mined the uranium. And that company also, airtight, couldn't have been anyone. And they're like, all right, what, how, at what point was this uranium stolen? We can't work it out. And then... One of the scientists working there was like, well, let's check the conditions that they were mined under. And they go and they found out that like hundreds of thousands of years ago in the mine, there was a river, a naturally occurring underground river that was running underneath it. And what would happen is the river would swell a little bit as rain or whatever happened. It had hit the uranium and the uranium is already really hot in the ground. And it would create steam, creating an actual nuclear reactor naturally. The steam would burn off, and it would burn off with uranium. Yeah. And then the water level would go back down, and then the... one, once the steam had kind of cooled, or well, the river had cooled, it would start swelling again, hit it, steam down. Yeah, Up, cool. down for hundreds of thousands of years before humans ever got there. Yeah, right. And so they had the weight of, like, the ore, and it was, yeah. wasn't enough uranium because it had been burnt off. Cool. Oh. Anyway, it's a That's fun story. interesting. Yeah. Uranium shit, I think, is cool <laughs> and freaks me the fuck out. Oh, uh, yeah, it's My uh, mum's partner was telling me the story. He used to, like, uh, as a job, after, as like, a joke. <laughs> as a joke, he would uh, fix like electronics after he's after uni or something. Yeah, uh, and so he'd just go in and yeah, fix electronics, just like various oscilloscopes and things. Sure. Uh, and one guy came in with a Geiger counter, and he's like, <laughs> um, "Yeah, it's just like it's, uh, it needs to be recalibrated." All of a sudden, she's picking up heaps of like background noise just oh out of nowhere. Oh um, and he and so my mom's partner's like looking at it and calibrating and fixing it. And I was like, yeah, that's so weird. Like, it's calibrated perfectly, but yeah, it's just reading a really Fuck high level of background. And then the ne- that night, the news of Chernobyl broke. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how a lot of, um, yeah. apparently a lot of universities nearby found out really quickly because they yeah. were like, oh, oh shit, the Geiger counters, that they, they would just, uh, any university that has or does testing with uranium or anything like that has inbuilt reactors or whatever. Yeah. And, oh, not reactors, sorry, um, uh, Geiger counters. Mm. So many people were like, must be broken. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. The alternative is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Who let um, the uranium out? At the at the university I go to, RMIT, come find me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's um, uh, apparently in one of the buildings, they were about to build a nuclear reactor. Yeah. Uh, nuclear? Nuclear. 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 Nuclear reactor. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you didn't get hung up on the word that's hard for people. 
Yeah. Anyway, um, so they were about to build this reactor, and um, <laughs> like they built all the infrastructure for it. So they built yeah. these gigantic, like ten foot deep concrete walls and put it right underground. This is like in the when was Chernobyl? Chernobyl was seventies or eighties. Yeah, I, I think this is like early seventies, right when yeah. everyone's like, um, yeah, nuclear's good. Mm-hmm. Nuclear's good. Nuclear's good. It was around that time. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Melbourne became the, the city council. So it was after Chernobyl, Melbourne City Council, because this is right in the city. Yeah. Um, the, the council, like the lowest level of government, decided that it was a nuclear-free zone. <laughs> so they couldn't build it. Like the council was like, That's yeah. That's so funny. We're on, and there used to be like signs up around Melbourne apparently saying like, we're a nuclear-free zone here in Melbourne. That's so <laughs> the funny. Same, I know, isn't that so bizarre? The same level of government that prohibits people from just putting in a fireplace also prohibited <laughs> the installation of a nuclear facility. Yeah, just That's the so lowest funny. level of government being like, nah. <laughs> uh, that spins me off into two different stories. But Tell them both at the same time. Yeah. All right. No, I, I, actually, I actually won't. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I reckon you could but do it. I've got a fun story about RMIT, or we could keep talking talking about uranium. I really want you to do both at the same time. Do a sentence. <laughs> yeah, I reckon you can. You're a dungeon master. You love talking That's, doing you like dungeon masters very rarely, if ever, need to deliver two separate stories one sentence at a time. <laughs> but you come close. Give it a try. Okay. <laughs> Did you know that underneath RMIT there are secret tunnels, quotation marks, secret. Mm -hmm. So that reminds me of this other story (laughs) (laughs) that happened in South America. It might have been Brazil. I can't Mm -hmm. remember. But this is just a quick warning. (laughs) We can back out now. This story is fucked. A lot of people get hurt. Great. Well, good thing we're breaking it up. uh, With a fun one. sentence. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. During ha- World ha- War II, <laughs> <laughs> when it looked like uh, Australia knew that mm-hmm. Japan was not going to be able to take and hold all of Australia, but Australia correctly assumed that Japan was going to, at the very least... Give it a red-hot go. Well, no, invade and then just take control of the major cities. That yeah. would be enough to knock Australia out of the war. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in Brazil, I think <laughs> it was... <laughs> In Brazil, there was a, uh, they had this period of economic growth that ended, this would have been, I think this was in the 90s. Yep. It ended around the early 90s, and as as the economic growth died, mm-hmm. when it went away or whatever, uh, the, a lot of public services got defunded, including hospitals. Yep. So people would sometimes loot these empty hospitals because, mm-hmm. uh, like, the service staff were no longer there, but a lot of the equipment still was. Sure. Oh. That's, that's Why you know, wouldn't you? Mm. Why wouldn't you loot the hospital? Yeah. They're not using it. So in Melbourne... Mm-hmm. Yeah? Uh, they worked out that the most defensible structures were the big four universities being, at the time, RMIT. Oh, I think I did know this, yeah. RMIT, I think it had a different name at the time. RMIT... Melbourne University, I think Deakin and then Victoria University. I don't think Macquarie, not Macquarie, sorry. I don't think Monash, uh, Monash was a thing at the time. But they, those no Latrobe? The... No tunnels out to Bandura? <laughs> don't think there's a tunnel out to Bandura. No, it's only the ones in the CBD, mm-hmm. in the directly in the city. 
But yeah, so because they were the biggest buildings, they were also, and the the most built up buildings, they were yeah. also the most defensible buildings. And it was decided that if Japan were to invade Melbourne, they would be a good place to hold and then defend the but, entire population of Melbourne. <laughs> well, just well, no, you don't need to. You don't need to defend the entire city. You just need to make it impossible for the army to That's for true. the Japanese army to freely move around. Uh-huh. Anyway, they needed to connect these locations, so they dug tunnels underneath the city. Cool. So, <laughs> a guy who did not really understand what he was looking into finds this big machine. This is in a hospital in Brazil. In a hospital in Brazil, yeah. finds uh-huh. this big machine that looks really expensive. Great. And he takes it. He owns a wrecking yard, and mm-hmm. he takes it back to the wrecking yard, and. As part of trying to figure out how much money it might be worth, he starts taking it apart. Mm. He can't figure out what it is or what it does. But inside it, inside it, there is this rock. <laughs> that, oh, not rock. No, sorry. It's sand. I think it's sand. But the sand uh, has this pro- cool property where it glows. Oh, cool. When, cool. when the lights does are off. Does this shit really glow in real life? I thought that was just like a thing from cartoons. It it depends, but Ooh. yeah, it it like I don't think this is uranium. It's some other material that is also radioactive. I don't know the name of it, cool. but it glows plutonium? in the dark. <laughs> it seen... might have been plutonium. I'm not sure. Have you seen uranium glass? Oh, that kind of glows, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. under black light. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they think it's really cool. Well, anyway, <laughs> I found out. From the at the state library, I found out about these tunnels underneath, mm-hmm. and I don't know because RMIT has. I also went to RMIT. I don't anymore. Yep. But when I went to RMIT, sorry, after I left RMIT, they've done a massive renovation. So I don't know if you could still access level one. But Hayden, you'll notice mm-hmm. if you're in the elevator at RMIT because you go to RMIT. Don't come after Hayden <laughs> if, if you, you live in Melbourne, or even if you don't live in Melbourne, don't come after Hayden. Period. Yeah, it's big. But you'll notice in the elevators, they only go down to level two. Yeah. That's because level one has access to a lot of the maintenance shit underneath RMIT, including those tunnels. Cool. You used to be able to go down to level two, and then there would be just some stairs that lead you down to level one. Mm -hmm. And there was this big metal grate thing that was very rarely locked that then led further down some stairs into the tunnels underneath underneath the CBD, and I snuck in there exactly once. Nice. Did was it, it cool in there? It, wow. So the <laughs> wrecking yard <laughs> is a family affair. Oh, uh, no. And this guy's, uh, not only does his kids love this sand that glows, but his brother, who I think he owns the company with, his brother, his brother's wife, who is pregnant, and their kids also really love this sand. They think it's cool to just play with. touching it. And... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. just having a go. Messing about, writing on the walls with it and whatnot. Yep. Anyway, I haven't snuck in, obviously, since <laughs> leaving RMIT. I haven't been able to. I don't have access. Mm-hmm. But... Um, is anything cool down there? I Well, the one time I went down, I did see a bunch of old medical shit that had quite clearly been oh. just left there. I had this great story about some old medical shit. Yeah. Um, so in Brazil, <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> it's funny you should say that. Yeah. So um, I'll skip over a lot of details about the family or whatever and jump straight to the... But you can guess. 
They got melty. Wow. Uh, it gets. It actually gets worse. Oh, boy. Whoa. Somehow it actually gets worse. There is a guy from the, just a, coincidentally, the UN Nuclear Regulatory Committee, mm-hmm. a guy from that is just in Brazil for some unrelated thing, I think to do with, like, nuclear missiles or something like that. Yeah. And any all members of the UN Nuclear Regulatory Commission, because part of their job is to inspect things that are radioactive often, they'll have, like, the, you know, the little badge thing that... Oh. Radiologists wear, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's and like it, a lifetime. Or, it just measures how much radiation you It's like a little taken. Geiger counter and yeah. in a way, and then, yeah, if you've. Because you can have like a lifetime exposure or whatever, or like a, a week long exposure or something. So those things will sometimes have a little light that'll go on or a little thing that'll just let you know, hey, that's your radiation for the day, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it's supposed to be, it's typically like a, after you use it, you hand it in and they measure how much radiation you've had. It's not really supposed to be like a Geiger counter to alert you mm. there's a shitload of radiation. Anyway, yeah. he's just walking through downtown. Uh, somewhere, I actually don't, come to think of it, I don't think it was Brazil, it might have been Chile or something like Mm -hmm. that. Anyway, he's just walking through downtown, and it goes off. It's like, hey, you've had your radiation for the day. Yeah. And he's like, that's weird. (laughs) He goes back to his, uh, the the place that he's staying, and he gets out, he has like a little Geiger counter thing. He walks out into the street, turns it on, and it hits the roof. The Geiger counter goes to the maximum amount that it can register. He's like, that's really weird. And then he contacts, he's working there with some other people from the UN. And he's like, hey, I just want to make sure my Geiger counter is working. Can you quickly check your Geiger counters? And everyone at this conference or whatever is like, yeah, they just maxed out. And so he, when he hears that, he's like, oh, no, something. Because they're all over the city. He's like something really fucking bad has happened. And he doesn't know because he doesn't work in, or he, he, yeah, he's just visiting. He doesn't even know who the fucking contact. Yeah. He literally drives himself to the government offices, mm. walks into just the first receptionist he sees, and he's like, I need to talk to the most senior person you can get me in touch with. Something really bad is happening. Yeah. They manage, he manages eventually to talk to someone and they figure out, that they're not sure exactly where the radiation's coming from, but it's coming from somewhere inside the city. Mm-hmm. And so they start trying to triangulate it. And then there's the, they also have this huge, like, radio announcement. They do this big public, public address where they're like, hey, someone has a very dangerous radioactive material. We don't... No one's in trouble. We just want it. Yeah. We just need you to hand it in. You are not in trouble. Yeah. The family hears this. Don't hand it in. <laughs> well, they probably wouldn't have known, yeah. right? Like, if well, I had some cool glowing sand and someone's like, hey, we've got some crazy radioactive stuff, I'd be like, huh, well, not me. <laughs> it gets worse. Uh, they pinpoint where it's coming from. They yeah. find the car wrecker's yard. Uh-huh. They're like, hey, you have some a really dangerous material. We need it. You're not in trouble. It's just poisoning you and everyone else. Yeah. They're like, don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, because they think they're gonna get. It. I guess I have to assume they think they're gonna get in trouble. Yeah, this yeah. guy from the UN and a bunch of other people that are working Terrifying. with him are like, no, please. <laughs> eventually, the they have to get like the. I think the army eventually gets involved and they just search the place, mm-hmm. find it. They bring all these people in and they're like, we know because they'd been taking it all around town showing people uh, that they've oh, known and stuff God. like that. It was a big hit with the kids. They. They, so I don't know if you've heard this, but if you become radioactive enough or if you are exposed to enough radiation, you yourself become radioactive. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a myth, but okay. It's a- apparently true. Yeah. 
but you yourself become radioactive or you have like a, yeah, you just take on a low level radioactive property, yeah. like a disease spreading yeah. or whatever. And they're like, all right, we found it. We know it was you. We just need to know where you've been mm. because we need to let people, other people who have been exposed to know. And the guys are like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, oh my God. Here's at a certain point, the a lot of people in his family, I'm not going to get into specifics, but a lot of people die in his family. Yep. And then eventually, I think it's just like him and his wife and his wife is finally, finally cracks and, and tells them where where it all came from, and mm. they were able to... The entire city had to go into lockdown, and they had to... There were just, like, scrub-down points throughout the city where when you pass through, they're like, we need to scrub you down for radiation. Whoa. I need to scrub down for radiation. Big it's, broom? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just soap and water. Really? Yeah. And that gets you unradioactive if I you've got it, particles on you? It, it's the best that we have. Oh, boy. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that this was an episode of Show Up like, <laughs> I've been. Oh, wait, do you want to give us some light and bright uh, gem history, Cass? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. So, the oldest gemstone that we've got is called Zircon, and that's more than 4.4 billion years old. So, it's not that it takes that long to form, it's just that's the oldest gemstone that we have in the world. Cool. And in the middle, it comes in like shades of like browns and stuff, but it also comes in blue. And in the Middle Ages, it was really, really special, mm. and people thought it healed you and stuff. Um, with gemstones and crystals, a lot of different cultures think that they heal you, and a lot of them match up, like with what really? they had. Uh, in ancient China, the Aztecs and the Mayans, they all considered jade as like a stone that would heal your kidneys. Like there were all these similarities across. It was like that, that huh. specific. Yeah. So Whoa. a lot of different things across the world That's uh, for cool. the different kinds of gemstones. Um, but we have a new gemstone that they found in 2019. Really? A newie. A newie. What's it called? Carmel Taz. Carmel Car- Taz. Caramel Dancing? Ca- <laughs> ca- caramel Dancing. Caramel I think Dancing. It's, uh, Carmel Tazite. Terrible name. Kamalthazite? Kam- it might be Kamalthazite. Let's go with Kamalthazite. Yeah. It's also It needs known- a jazzy sort of like a name like a ruby or a sapphire. It's also known as the caramel sapphire. Ugh, yuck. Another <laughs> terrible name. I guess all the good ones are taken. Yeah. Mm. Uh, sorry, What's it, it look like? Caramel. It is- I'm guessing brown. No, it's blue with like flecks of what this- What the like- fuck? <laughs> Why would you call it caramel? Uh, it was found in Mount Carmel in oh, Israel. Okay. Right. Do you guys want to hear about the most expensive uh, gem that I think you can buy? Yes. Uh, so it is from libish.com, uh, and it is $4.5 million, and it's a yellow oh. something or other, but it's in a heart shape. But it's weird huh. because it's a it's a, ooh, a 52.57 carat fancy intense yellow diamond heart shape. Uh, and, yeah, five sorry, $5.7 million. And it's just online. You can just add it to your cart. That's which so funny. seems crazy. Like you could just uh, you could buy this with PayPal on your phone. Do you reckon I, uh, they'll take Afterpay? Ooh, only four easy installments of a few million dollars. I don't know if you want to keep launching into more stories or uh, thing. But I, on that topic, mm-hmm. I was uh, just the other day on eBay. Out of curiosity, I was searching the most expensive watches you could purchase yeah. on uh-huh. eBay. It's yeah, around like two to four million. When they do list a price, some of them I don't know yeah, how you can do it on you. eBay, but yeah, some of them are just like no price listed. Just just talk to me about yeah. it. Oh, scary. if you don't know how much it's gonna be, you can't afford it. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that note, I've been Hayden. I've been Cass. I've been Adam. Adam D and D's for nerds. 
Uh, that's your main thing? Yeah, that is, yeah. If you liked Adam's dual storytelling, uh, hey, I said dual, but it sounded like jewel. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. funny, because you talked topic. about jewels, and also you did two stories at once. Well, hey, if you think you can tell two stories at once pretty well, just imagine just him saying one story that he made up. It's good. It's, it's really good. When's our, when's our D&D coming out? Me and Cass recorded a campaign. I don't know if we're leaking this information. I don't know if this is, <laughs> is not this, announced. Uh, is this the, the only DM- one we've done? <laughs> I don't know exactly when this comes out, but it is soon to be released. Ooh. It's the next one coming out, I Keep think. Keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Thank you, Adam, very much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.